thank you for spending your time. All of a sudden, you have more of it to listen to podcasts and watch shows and things like that. <laughs> this is the Anything But Quiet Time podcast. Ooh, we are Rochelle and Carter. I learned how to knit. Did you? So I knew that we would be home for a little bit over the weekend. Yeah. And now you and I are still going into work. And there are some of us who are still, you know, my husband's an RN, and so he is still going to work. But, uh, you know, a lot of folks are trying to find ways to keep busy. And I think knitting might be just, honestly, if it's for you and, like me, the weekends. Yeah. You yeah. can learn to knit. Or if it's like, hey, I'm home all the time right now with my children, then there is a potential here for a marketing knitting thing. Oh, I don't right? know. I'm just saying it's a very inexpensive way to pass the time. Well, next time when when this is all over okay. and you finally get together again with your bridge girls on Friday night, you can share with them that you learned how uh, to knit. I'll have to pop my dentures in first. Are you making... When you can go back to taking the trolley. Stop it. <laughs> you know there are trolleys still in existence. My my wife actually knits. She sews. She sews. Excuse she me. Sews. I know there's a difference between knitting, sewing, crocheting. There's a giant difference. Yeah. Don't ever try to sew with a knitting needle. You will be stuck for a while. I'll be like, ah. You yeah. will be stuck, won't you? Where do you thread this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, this is just where we talk about what we're going through spiritually. Yep. And so what's... What's up with you in the midst of all this? So we lost, we lost our little doggy, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. um, she was an older little one, 16 years old. We had her for 15 of those years and I miss her. I do. The Lord's timing. He's such a good God. Um, a new little lady came into our lives just a couple of months before Chrissy. We had to say goodbye to Chrissy and uh, lady is our dachshund slash chihuahua slash I think there's some beagle in there. So she's real big? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she's adorable. But there's something happening in her right now that had me concerned. And I was uh, laying on the bed right there with her snuggled into me. You know how dogs do when they cuddle into you. And then you can't really move? You can't move, but yeah. it's all right because they're <laughs> warm and fuzzy. And my husband just started praying over. And one of his the things that he shared right up front of the prayer Lord, with everything that's going on in our world right now, you care about this little doggy, and that's pretty cool. Mm. That's how he started his prayer, and I was really blessed with the loving, the loving, caring God that we have, the reason why Jesus referred to him as Abba, to help us establish that this is about a relationship. It's about having a father. Abba means daddy, and so I— I was reminded in my husband's prayer how much our God cares for me, how much he cares for you right now. And so we prayed a prayer over little lady is her name. And, uh, you know, concerned about what's going on in her little body. We need to take her to the vet and I'm praying that all will be well. But I think the point of my, 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 what's going on in my quiet time this morning, specifically, I read a devotional about asking God for things, my prayer about things. And right now, clearly we have a prayer for our world. Because we're distressed. We are in the middle of what I have never seen, experienced before at, on this scale. I mean, you read about things involving plague and epidemic, or it's just located on one continent. And yes, we can send aid. This is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So there's obviously concern and distress. But even regards to the things that are happening on the inside of our home, and let my husband's prayer be a reminder to you that God cares. And that's pretty cool about what's happening in your own home, yeah. having nothing to do with coronavirus, COVID-19. So the, the prayer that we had over our little puppy, I was reminded through this devotion from the, 
the book of John, there's verse 15, 7. It says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, that's a verse that has been played on. Some of them have, in the past, that pulpits have played on that one till the dogs come home and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if I remain in you and you remain in me or whatever, it's going to happen the way I prayed it. Mm-hmm. That's not what it says. In fact, what I was reading about this morning reflected on the first part of the verse in, if you remain in me, which is this incredible relationship that God has opened up through his son, Jesus Christ. This establishes a very intimate relationship. I am remaining in him, this incredible opportunity with the creator of the universe. And then the words, and my words remain in you. So now that's establishing you're submitting to his authority, to obeying God's word. Those two things. Then it says, you can ask for what you want and it will be granted. So if you have a solid, recognized relationship with the Lord and are all about it, and you think about those good relationships, those are ones that, um, it, like if you are married and you're, you have a healthy relationship with your spouse, that's one that you want to keep watering and loving and knowing who that person is. I recognize that relationship and I want that and I want to pursue it. But in pursuing, also recognizing the second part of that, my word, his word remains in me. Now I am submitting and obeying his word to my life. I am now aligned with who the person of God is and what his will is, period. So, I mean, if both of those things are coming together in agreement, then you're not going to ask anything that's outside of his will. You're going to be okay. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't ask boldly because that's the next part of the verse. Yeah. To ask indicates that you are coming into the throne room, the presence of God, and saying, you know what? I'm asking with expectation here. I really do believe that you are going to meet the need. And so I think it was just fascinating and reflecting on that verse. God will give me what I need. Jesus is, uh, when he was teaching us how to pray, Jesus taught us to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. Bread indicates need, need for survival. What do you need for today? And I can trust him with that request. But then what I need to do is hold out my request, say this is what I would like, Lord. But again, I am looking back to the first part of that verse. I want to remain in your will, and I want to submit to your will. And all of those things in Matthew 6, when I am seeking that first, when I'm seeking his kingdom first, will be taken care of, will be added. So is this the same verse, just um, a different translation, or is this in addition to... Um, ask for the desires of your heart, and if you're in, or excuse me, if you're uh, in Him, you'll receive the desires of your heart. This may, I don't know if this is the, if this is this a different the version, same same verse. Um, um let's see. Here. Doesn't really matter. I was just curious. I think it's the same kind of thought. Oh, though. it's certainly certainly the same thought. Let me Google here. Hey, yeah. Google. God will give you the desires of your heart. This is uh, this is where the experts are in action right the here on the desires, Anything But Quiet Time podcast. Well, you, I was We're Googling. all set for that verse from John. <laughs> okay, so that's, it's actually Psalm 37. Okay. Hope in the Lord Jehovah and he will give you the requests of your heart. So this, it's the same, I just wanted to make sure that there, this is the same messaging that you'll see a couple times and then the ask boldly. Yeah. And, and James talks about wisdom, but but ask expectantly. 
you know, yes. when, it, when you're asking for wisdom. And so there's there's this theme, obviously, in the Bible. And I, I think to what your um, example was about, you know, let's say a relationship like a spouse. If I am all about my wife, Kelsey, and and I know what's good for our relationship and she knows what's good for our relationship, I'm not going to ask her, especially, let's say, after our child's born this July. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask her, all right, you just had the baby. Thank you so much. I just really need some me time. Uh, would you mind if I go to Europe and backpack by myself for three months? Yeah, that sure doesn't sound like you're about her. Like I'm not in your relationship with her. I, I she ain't gonna grant that. All right, I'll just put it that way. But no, if I said, let's say a few few months down the road, and and I had gotten up with the baby a few nights in a row, and then I said to her, "Can I just sleep in on Saturday?" That's a, that's a different kind of thing, right? Yeah. And so I I think when we're in line with God we're not going to be like, if hey, God, if you could give me the Ferrari so I could, you know, one-up the Johnsons, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Yeah. That stuff is not in line with with what God wants for us or what we even need. And yeah. so then you talked about the need, give us this day our daily bread. And and then I think on terms of, well, I need this promotion. I need to take care of my family. Well, but maybe it's not that one. Yeah. You know, there's just, it's it's so tough, but you start to take this bird's eye view from it and you can kind of see where God's coming from. And doesn't a pandemic kind of help you reassess what a need is? Oh, yeah. You know, you think you need something and you find out, wait, no, I guess I don't need that. I don't need 120 rolls of toilet paper at once. There's that. Or there's the amount of time that maybe I've sat in front of Netflix. And now that is not me throwing down guilt on you. I have definitely watched my share of Netflix. Mm -hmm. So it's like the Lord kind of helping me reevaluate even yesterday. I think we watched 30 minutes of TV. Maybe that's 30 minutes too much for you. Or maybe that's like, what? That's that's an eighth of what I watch. So, yeah. Well, generally that is for me too. The only reason why that happened is because we needed to sit down at the table. That was the need. We had to help our son with his homework. Mm -hmm. And honestly... Some really good moments, and I learned things about the human body that I'd completely forgotten in terms of the respiratory system. It was ironic that that was the part of science that we were going over, especially with, you know, the respiratory being so heavily in the news because of corona. But, uh, yeah, I I think it helps you reassess, hmm, what do I need in the midst of what you have been told looks desperate? And then you kind of truly are able to define what it is that you need. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it's extremely tough. Some of what you shared about the how pastors, well, some have used it about um, God's going to grant it because I prayed for it. Oh, yeah. What I want to talk about, what I've been going through spiritually this week with all the stuff going on, it actually starts with a story from you. Okay, yes. So I will try to briefly sum up. I was speaking to a friend And in our conversation, I don't want to say that she casually said some sort of faith platitude, but it was like something along the lines of, you know, my God is super faithful and he is awesome. And then she kind of went on to share that she didn't necessarily have to abide by the rules that have been established by the CDC. Mm. We've even seen some churches have chosen to still have services, not online, but in person. And they're saying but, you know, because we believe in a bigger God. Mm-hmm. And it's not for lack of sincerity. It's not for lack of, of well, this is what they are believing. But it's, um, I've got my own thoughts in regards to this, but did you want to speak to it? 
Well, yeah, I, I guess what I struggle with is I want to make sure that, well, I would like that much faith, but at the same time, who am I to claim I'm not going to get sick because God's bigger than that? Mm-hmm. Well, well, he is. That's that's a fact. But is the first part a fact? I, I think about where Jesus prayed to God, is there another way? Will you take this cup from me in the garden before he died on the cross? And God clearly said, well, that's that's the plan. You know, this this is the plan. And Jesus accepted that mm. and then went to die, you know, on the cross. And so I, I, I think, who am I? If I get sick, I get sick. That means that that was in the cards, if you will. That's just what God foresaw and and let happen. Passive will is maybe a a thing that you've you've heard before. I was talking to Kelsey, my wife, about this, and she said, and I know a lot of people have heard this, but I'll just say it like you haven't. She thought about the guy on his roof um, when the flood came, and okay. he's standing there on the roof and yeah. goes goes by a boat. And the guy on the boat goes, buddy, you want to lift? And the guy on the roof says, no, God's going to save me. I prayed for it. All right. And he goes on down the road. Then a helicopter comes. Is he on the roof or on the road? He's on the roof. The flood came. But you said he keeps going down the road. Oh, well, the boat went went on down the he floated above the road, so I guess. I'm so sorry. I was just using an expression. But yeah, <laughs> he, he went on down the road. And then a helicopter comes. And the guy on the roof's still there. Boat guy's long gone. Helicopter comes. This is when they're really trying to get people out. Helicopter, sir, sir, you want to grab this ladder? We're, we're here. And he goes, no, God's going to save me. And okay. And the helicopter leaves. Well, unfortunately, in this scenario, it's really morbid. The guy drowns. Um, he goes to heaven and he goes, God, you were going to save me. And God says, I sent a boat and a helicopter. What more did you want? Right. And so I think about modern medicine. I think about social distancing. I think about the wisdom that God has given these incredible people around us. These are some of the things that he's given us. Mm -hmm. So I start to think about it in that sense. And I want to get your thoughts before I go to the other, the other side of this. No, I think uh, the Bible is clear about there is wisdom and counsel um, that we are to uh, certainly, if, if the authority has been placed over us, then it is not by it's not circumstantial. It's not, I mean, let me, let me, say, it's not like it was an accident. God placed it over us. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Paul addresses this with Timothy uh, in a letter. He's one of the big preachers, one of the biggest churches in Ephesus and tells him that we need to submit to the authority placed over us. I mean, it was pretty cut and dry the way he, he wrote it. So if the authorities that are placed over you are telling you to do something, you need to do it. Because it's almost as if you, in fact, it is as if you are obeying God because God put that over you. Mm. And so, yeah, that's that's my thought and opinion. And, and it doesn't, again, I don't want to, I don't want my brothers and sisters in the Lord to hear that if they have been a part of one of those services that continues to meet. I just want you to be mindful that it's it doesn't take away from your faith or rob you of your faith if you choose to go and, and visit a church online. In fact, it seems that Scripture backs that up in terms of wisdom and counsel, mm. in terms of submit to the authority placed over you. Um, we have seen many members of our belief. Uh, uh, we have members uh, in our body of Christ that have gotten COVID-19. They are incredible men and women of faith. Incredible. You can't tell me that they aren't. Mm-hmm. And they have even looked at their own, quote, demise as a way 
to be able to speak from that platform, that health platform, and love on people and share about the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's been incredible. So there's there's that. Um, but what what do you have to share on it? The other side of it. Because okay. I can go to the other side really fast. Like I said, I think, who am I to think that I'm not going to get sick because um, Jesus obviously didn't necessarily want to go through with that plan, but he was there for the will of the Father. I think about the disciples that they they got crucified upside down, believe, believe a couple of them, you know, down the road. In this life, they're suffering because this world's not perfect. So that that's why I think, all right, well, if I get sick, then I get sick. That was that was the plan. Yeah, but you don't. Daniel didn't purposefully walk into a lion's den. He was put there. Exactly, exactly. And so I I agree with with all that. But I can go to the other side pretty fast. Mm. I had a friend in college that his name. Uh, well, I guess that's not important. But he was. Uh, we got to talking about re- religion. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I went potluck roommates. You know, yes. You just luck of the draw, if you will. Uh, I don't believe in luck. <laughs> I'm a Christian. That, there's that Christian bus you throw me <laughs> under. And it's like, all right, um, who am I going to live with? Well, I met this guy, one room over from me, uh, and we get to talking about beliefs. And he's a deist. Okay. And he goes to like regular church. Like he, I don't remember what denomination that's not important either, but he goes to normal churches when, you know, pretty much Christmas and Easter, but he's a deist. He believes that God created the earth. And then he sat back and watched that. He's not actively involved today or ever. He created and then just kind of spun it out there and we'll see what happens here with this experiment. Okay. That's what he believes. And I, my biggest regret, I never asked him because I, I think he was good with Jesus. I, I don't really, I didn't ask. If you think God just left it alone, then explain Jesus who literally came to this earth. So I obviously don't believe that, but I think that I can go there with some of my, my thoughts. Okay. If I get sick, then, then that's just what it is. I might as well not even pray. I might as well not even pray about it. Mm. Just kind of in the back of your mind yeah. a little bit. If I get sick, I get sick. That That's what God had for me, and that's that. But there is clearly this, this call, this uh, the urging from Scripture and from Jesus to get one-on-one and pray to God and pray for your daily needs. We saw that in the Lord's Prayer, to pray for anything that's going on in your life. I love you talking about you know your dog, too. That How cool is it that the God of the universe yeah. cares about this, this little puppy? Yeah. And my mind can kind of go, maybe jaded is the right word. Well, let's just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. This is just the reality we're in, and that's that. Yeah. And I, I looked up a, a few verses about, because I remembered, there are times that God changed his mind. In Exodus 32, 14, it says, And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. In Jeremiah, it says, did Hezekiah, king of Judah and all Judah put him to death? Did he not fear the Lord and entreat the favor of the Lord? And the Lord changed his mind about the misfortune which he had pronounced against them. And you have to remember the the other verse. I can't remember where this one is, but um, prayers of a righteous man avail much. Mm -hmm. God is listening. God is listening to our prayers. We can pray for this virus. In fact, one thing that we talked about at at church uh, was that. We talked about Jesus literally calmed the wind and the waves. Why is this virus any different? 
Mm-hmm. We can pray for him to calm this. We can pray for this to stop. And of course, you know, experts will say social distancing. Boom, we just did it. Well, we'd know that. No, that quickly. No, 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 no. That's supernatural. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to go too far with the let's, you know, listen to recommendations and the physical safety and all that. I, I totally agree with. But there we believe in a big God that we should still be praying to. Mm-hmm. And I know anything we've said so far, I'm, we're not negating. I'm just saying my mind can go to, well, why even pray? What's going to happen is going to happen. Clearly not. Clearly, you might be going to a destination. Let's say you're going to go from Houston to Disney World and you ask your parents, like, I know the plan is to still go to Disney World and I'm good with that. But do we have to take the long way or can we take the shortest way there? Can we fly instead or do we have to drive all the way through those states? Clearly, God has changed his mind about some of the details. His his plan is still going to be met. His plan for this whole world is still going to happen. But God listens to prayers and will hear us out when we gather online, <laughs> when we uh, believe him and, and um, let him mold our desires of our heart. There is still a, a side of that that we should be actively praying for. And if you've ever wondered whether God cares about you or not, I mean, it, this is a relationship that he established through Jesus. This was his idea. It wasn't our idea, his idea. Mm -hmm. And I'm blessed with that thought because I think about wanting to to further on friendships and relationships, those amazing people in our lives that just have blessed us. Uh, I want to tell them about things in my world. I want them to tell me about things in their world. If that is the kind of a relationship that we can have with earthly beings, how much more so with our Heavenly Father who created the concept of relationship mm. and not just that. Okay. So if I reach out to him about those kinds of intimate details, Oh my word, did you hear about this? I tell Carter a lot of stuff. Clearly we are good friends. My husband and I are very good friends with he and Kelsey. And so we'll reach out and text every once in a while or send each other a Marco Polo on the Marco Polo app. At, Cause we want to tell each other what's up. This is so much fun. God wants an incredible relationship with us that that's times a bajillion that. Because he doesn't want to miss out on one moment of your life because he created it. But on top of that kind of a relationship, what about those people in your world that you know have influence? And you're like, oh, man, I need an opinion about something medical. Don't we have a doctor or somebody in the church that might be able to help me? I mean, there's always that one doctor. In fact, you might be listening right now going, that's me. Yep. People approach me. Church congregation every doctor. Every week and they don't come to my office. They, they just get inspected <laughs> at the church. That's right. Yeah. There's. There's a congregation lawyer or a congregation <laughs> construction guy or a congregation of do-it-yourself person, car maintenance. But uh, those are the people that you, ooh, I could reach out to them and maybe they could help me in my desires or in my plight or in my need. Okay, so we have that in God. So not only is he our bestie, is he supposed to be the closest in relationship ever, but he has not just authority. He has the authority. So I would be completely wasting an incredible opportunity for my life if I did not seek him on everything, everything. And it may feel silly, but that's the way he likes it. Now, when I say everything, okay, so should I take a step this way with my right foot and this way with my left? No, I'm not talking about being silly, but seriously, like, uh, Lord, 
Uh, you know what? I, I need a plan for my diet. Lately, I've been fudging with the Oreos because we're all eating directly from the pantry and feeding our faces, you know, or Lord, I really need help with some financial direction. Am I overspending with coffee or, you know, just everything? He wants us to talk about it. What the really amazing part about it is, is that when we ask for his wisdom, he will give it. And as we just read in that verse from John, when we ask it in alignment with his will and who he is in his word and our seeking relationship with him, he will give it. We should expect answers to our prayers, but anticipate how he answers it. So if we expect a certain answer, we may be severely disappointed. Mm. It should look exactly like this. Yeah. But if I anticipate how God is going to come through with my need, not what why necessarily even the desires of my heart, I want the desires of my heart to line up with his. So that's why he wants to give me the desires of my heart, because they're his. Yeah. But if it's just willy-nilly, I want a zillion dollars, that's not necessarily, that's in alignment with a lot of people's desires and lusts, but it's not, <laughs> what's the goodwill of God here? And that's my heart's desire. And then he says, I will give it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a whole lot else. I think it's just working through this um, mentally and spiritually along with just the social distancing. It's an interesting time. It is. Clearly. And just, we have um, to be patient with each other because yeah. we're all members of the body of Christ. We see things differently. We may praise differently. We may interpret scripture even through the Holy Spirit. Maybe somebody else shared it into your world and it sounds different than what we're sharing. Just be open to what the Holy Spirit is telling you in this moment, which may be to dismiss some of the things we said, but maybe also to go, hmm, I want to think about that a little bit later. One thing I just want to share, I just love uh, through this whole thing, God is not worried. I, I heard oh, yeah. it. Somebody said it. I don't know who. And it's true. And um, that's, He's just going to be there forever. That's just incredible. I think, honestly, um, I would I want to say we'd love for you to leave us a, a five-star rating or whatever and a comment. Uh, you can email us, morningshow at ksbj.org, if you ever have a comment or question about what we talked about. Would you just want to uh, pray about just everything going on with the coronavirus? Sure. And, Specifically um, anything in your brain that uh, you want me to pray for? That it be destroyed. <laughs> Please. Oh, I don't know why I'm laughing. That's a great prayer. That's a great prayer. I just said it fun. And Lord Jesus, I, I want to piggyback on the prayers that I heard yesterday from an online message. Father, that you do not desire the destruction of mankind. You desire the well-being and the coming back, the redemption of your people. You redeemed us already. It's a done deal. But for us to turn back to you. God, that's, you, you desire this relationship that we've been talking about. You love us so much that you gave your son to die for us on a cross. Yes, there's consequences when we don't say yes to you, but that's not your desire. It's not that we be hell-bound. It's that we be heaven-bound, that none should perish. That's why you haven't come back yet. And in the midst of all of this, a lot of people have figured that, well, it could be any day. And it might be where we anticipate when you come back. But in the meantime, we got work to do. So if there's any way that you can shine your light through your people today, Lord, use me. Use Carter. Use my friend who's listening right now. Lord, use us in a way that glorifies you, that brings you honor, that brings in your peace and ushers in love and patience with each other. Grace, Lord, for the moment. God, we want this coronavirus gone. We want the fear that comes with it gone in the name of Jesus. But I heard it said recently that when we distance ourselves from God, there is a vacuum. It is created, and sometimes things fill that space. 
some things, and certainly in this case, something detestable. Uh, I don't want to be distanced from you, God. I want to lean into who you are. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just breathe your peace and wellness over this planet, that we would grow closer to you, would lean on your truth, not necessarily on things that are easy to hear. Grow us up in you, Father, so that we become who you have always destined and wanted us to be, purposed in you. Lord, we want to reflect your goodness. We want to reflect everything that we know to be good because it all comes from you, every good and perfect gift. And in the name of Jesus, we ask for wellness and we bind the enemy who would use these moments to cause catastrophe and fear. We bind viruses that are unknown and and unexplained. God, would you give us a miracle that only scientists would be able to declare? This is what a miracle must look like because now we know what to do. God, that your name would be lifted above all names, Lord. I piggyback on that prayer that I heard yesterday that started declaring these bold things, Lord, because you tell us in your word that when we are aligned with your will, and I know your will is not to destroy, but to breathe life. And when we ask these things in Jesus' name, it will be given. So I ask God that you be glorified in whatever way that looks like, whether scenario that I painted or, Lord, through the very best way your will be done. We leave it at the foot of the cross in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. I do want to say one quick recommendation. You know, we're talking about small businesses and to-go food and oh, yeah. things like that. Still I love to-go food. Still safe to do to-go food. Yeah. Um, and so I, we're not really supposed to recommend certain chains. I think that's illegal. But I want to, I'm going to make an exception here. Even on podcasts, which is sketchy. I want to recommend this restaurant I went to the other day called The Kitchen. Well, that sounds nice. You have to gather all the ingredients and you make your own meal. I have no clue how it's still in business, but lovely. It's it's there. Is it curbside? So, uh, it's living room side. Oh, I see. Yeah. In fact, their products on a TV tray near you. Very, sounds very delicious. Soon. <laughs> <laughs>